Welcome to the Pacific Forest Foundation's Talking Timber, where each week you meet the professionals behind the Northwest timber industry. Hi, and welcome. I'm Diane Mettler, Executive Director of the Pacific Logging Congress and host of Talking Timber. In this episode, we will be speaking to Wayne Cochran, founder and owner of Axis Forestry. In the meantime, I want to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Logging Congress and the Pacific Forest Foundation, we're both promoting sound, technical forest education through projects like this podcast. This year, the Pacific Forest Foundation awarded $30,000 in scholarships. To find out more about the organization, visit www.pacificforestfoundation.org. We also want to thank our sponsor, Timberwest Magazine. The publication is packed with valuable and useful job stories on successful mechanized harvesting plus wood processing techniques. For more information, visit www.forestnet.com. Okay, now let's hear from Wayne. My name is Wayne Cochran. I'm the, the founder and the owner of Axis Forestry. And uh, my, my background is in forestry uh, processing heads. Um, I had worked for Warsaw um, in late 99 uh, and for 10, 11, 12 years, can't quite remember, and then formed Axis Forestry. Uh, Access Forestry has been in business for we're coming on to our 13th year now. Oh. So yeah, and I grew up in a in a small town uh, called Barrier. It's a small logging community, and father worked at a sawmill. He was a scaler, and a lot of the friends I uh, grew up with are are loggers today or work at a sawmill. But so that's, that's my background. Cool. You've been in there a couple of generations, then at least. So yeah, you bet. Absolutely. And so when you, so for you, where, are you in Washington? Uh, no, I reside in uh, Kamloops, British Columbia. Oh, okay. Okay. And so um, just so people understand a little bit about your technology, what, what's it all about? Well, our technology, it's, um, it's, it's our brand that we call Cypress Robotics. And what it does is it, well, we have, there's several layers to that to that division. However, the, the primary focus is on building a really uh, easy to use, uh, simple, robust, very stable processor computer. Okay. So we started the project in 2016 and we just kind of took off with it and we sort of uh, failed our way to success, <laughs> frustrated our way to success. Um, we, uh, we're now in our, our fifth generation right now okay. and customers love it. It's the easiest thing to use and they're, yeah, it's, it's very successful, very happy. And for someone who's listening to this, who doesn't know what a processor is, you, could you explain it a little bit? Sure. You bet. Yeah. A forestry processor is the, it's an attachment that'll go at the end of an excavator stick. And what it will do is it will either, um, It'll pick up a pick up a tree, or it will fall a tree, but it will um, pick up a tree and um, clamp on it, and it it'll have um, these rollers on it that will will feed the tree through uh, a set of its own knife arms, and it'll fully knock the limbs off the whole entire tree, and the computer, the Cypress Robotics end of it, it will will measure, it'll fully operate the the machine, but it will. Um, in particular, it will measure the length of the log, and then the operator will will bucket to 
to the length that the sawmill wants and prepare it for, for loading onto a logging truck towards the sawmill. Well, so was this always, were you just working for Wartaw or one of these guys and went one night and woke up and went, oh man, I have this great idea or how'd it come about? Um, yeah, well, no, like I, I had, I, I, I kind of, I developed a passion for the, the product when I had worked for Wartaw. I just, I just love processor heads. I think they're just the coolest thing. <laughs> they're these, um, I feel like a bit of a kid around those things because it there's these you know giant robotic um, automated machines that <laughs> can yeah. tear through wood. It's it's pretty pretty fascinating actually. I'm a, I'm a fan of our own product. So yeah, I just kind of developed a passion that way, and then um, just after I had left Waratah, I had uh, I kind of wandered around a little bit and really didn't have a have a plan. But then I was sitting down with one of my um, my friends that I grew up with who was a logger and and he um, he was asking me if he could if I, if I could uh, get him some some parts and I had long since left Wartaw so I I was up for the challenge I really didn't have much else to do so I I kind of started doing that and I started serving them and then and then one thing leads to another and then um, you know like he's he's phoning his his cousin in Quinell and he's buying parts now. And, and then, uh, you know, um, who, another fella who's turned out to be a really good friend, uh, uh Jeremy Irwin down in Arkansas, uh, Fordyce, Arkansas, he's, he started buying parts and just one thing led to another. And then, uh, suddenly I had, a uh, my, uh, my, uh, double car garage at my house <laughs> just full of parts. <laughs> Holy, I think I got myself a business here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it just sort of grew on its own and took off from there. Ah, that is so cool. So, yeah. so is it just your family or how many people, how big is the company now? Uh, it is a family business, mm -hmm. um, but there is uh, 19, 20 of us, I believe here. I, I can't remember the headcount right now, but ah, cool. we have, uh, we're full manufacturing and uh, we do 50% traditional manufacturing because you got to build the parts, you know, you got to build cylinders and heads and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then 50% is technology. And uh, we also have a branch in, um, in uh, Post Falls, uh, Idaho. As well. Oh, okay. Okay. And, um, and a uh, satellite branch in, in uh, Arkansas. And so how, how are yours a little different? The other well, ones? I think one of the key advantages that we offer is that we're, we're local and we listen to the local logger and that's, that's kind of how we've been developing the product from day one. Okay. Um, we've kind of taken that, that I, I don't know, we think it's the right way, but some would call it the backwards approach. But we went direct to the logger and said, what do you want to see in a processor head? Yeah. And we just started designing it based on that. Um, the, the other advantage that we have is that we do everything in-house. Okay. Uh, majority of the parts and components, it's all sourced locally. Uh, we use good quality American steel. Um, we, we manufacture even the, the, uh, encoders here wow. in-house. Um, so we can really, really get a good grip on quality control. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's one of our most important things because every logger knows that the last thing they need is to drive, you know, seven hours to their job site, just to be missing an O-ring or, or, yeah. or something wrong. You know, it's very frustrating for them. So we, we have, uh really high standards with quality control nice nice yeah they, um so for what what are some of the loggers asking for out there 
I think they're looking now to more combine technology, modern, maybe technology that's not in forestry yet. And they're looking to adopt that now okay. and combine that with, with the forestry heads. So some of our advantages, because um, just going back to what I mentioned before, is that we, we do everything in-house from the technology to the, to the heads. So yeah. we're able to marry that together in-house and, and rapidly uh, prototype and develop products that way. So we can get them what they're after. Um, we can make software changes oh, that nice. day if oh, they, nice. they request it. And it's so. It's easy to go out there and take your product and go play with it to test it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you bet. <laughs> yeah, that's the fun part. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're, if you're that, that kind of guy, that sounds like one of the best parts of it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also all the staff here have been handpicked. Like they're all, <laughs> they're all, um, super high quality great people they uh they they know actually how to majority of them know how to operate and okay. and they didn't when they came in <laughs> but you know i taught them we have an excavator in our at our at our facility at our plant here and we mm -hmm. have logs so one of the key advantages <laughs> is is we we build ahead we try some new technology or we rewrite some software code well instead of the software engineers getting me to figure out how to test it. Yeah. I just pointed the excavator and they said, go in, go test it yourself. Cool. So we have this, this uh, rapid prototype abilities, you know, so all, all of our engineers have, have uh, dirty work boots. Yeah, nice. Not, uh, yeah. So it's, it's really, really important. Yeah. So I was like, you, we have a part of this podcast is to, you know, let folks know that, logging and, and harvesting isn't all just about, you know, some lumberjack that there this industry has, you know, computer programmers and everything like that. And you guys are marrying both of those together. So yeah, absolutely. It's um when you when you kind of you know step out of out of the business a little bit and sort of take a high level look down on how a logging contractor actually um, it, you know, achieves their job, yeah. all the moving parts involved that from their supply chain and, you know, we're included in that. It's not just, it's not your traditional um, logging outfit. It's, you, you have to combine technology now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a requirement. So, yeah, our, our approach is that we, we originally looked for outside technology to to adopt and bring in and and hire mm -hmm. we just couldn't find it oh. so we just said well to heck with it let's open up this project let's do it ourselves let's uh let's just figure this out so you know we hired all these software and hardware hardware engineers and um, we have a full team of mechanical engineers and wow yeah it's it's kind of neat that the the logging contractor is backed by all this um you know, carrying staff and yeah. technology that have a genuine interest in the loggers' success. Because if they look good, we look good. Yep, so. yep, absolutely. So for you, what's, I mean, what's been one of the biggest challenges? I mean, it's not just even just the, the industry, but just launching a business uh, from scratch. What's been, what are some of the challenges for someone thinking about doing something like that, that or advice oh. you'd give them or? Uh, some of the challenges, well, 
I, I think every day is a challenge. It <laughs> takes a heck of a lot of, um, you have to throw, uh, you know, common sense by the wayside and just follow your instincts and, and just go for it. It's, it's very, very, very challenging. There's, there's dynamics that happen every single um, minute, um, every single day, really. It's uh, some of the biggest challenges I would probably say is stepping away from the normal and trying to identify yourself as uh, something new okay. and, and special and niche. Um, that takes uh, an enormous amount of uh, effort. You, you need to prepare your business for that. So, and what I'm referencing is um, we've developed our new head mm -hmm. and our new computer system. Well, the amount of, the amount of energy, uh, time, uh, funding, and just the, just that pure effort involved, the sweat equity involved yeah. is you can, you just can't possibly do that in 40 hours a week. So if you, if you're, <laughs> if somebody's thinking about following their, um, following their heart and following the, you know, developing yeah. business, don't expect to only work 40 hours. Uh, that that's just the warm up. Can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a spouse or a significant other understands how that's going to, how many hours are going to be involved? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've, uh, I've got family involved, so, so everybody's vested. Now. Hey, everybody's got skin in the game. Huh? So. <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> yeah. So, so what, what are other family members doing in that business? Well, my wife uh, works here with mm -hmm. me. Uh, she was a, uh, a government um, official for, for 13 years and, and uh, just decided to make a change. And so she came on board. She's, uh, she works in sales. Uh, she, she's, she's a generalist. She does everything. Okay. She has a lot of skills. So, and um, she's obviously... She's obviously known me a few years. Yeah. She knows kind of what's going on here. She just fit right in perfectly. And she's adding a lot of horsepower nice. to, uh, to leadership. Um, my son, uh, he's now 24 years old. And he's uh, a Red Seal uh, journeyman welder. Ah. He's, been, he's been actually working here for, well, since day one. So um, since he was a child. Wow. Yeah, and he's uh, leading the way at the shop, and yeah, just, wow. just fantastic, yes. highly skilled, uh, very, very smart um, fabricator individual. He's got excellent critical thinking skills, so he's way better than I was. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he has some pretty good parents to show him the way here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, my daughter did work uh, for us for a little, for, for a while, mm -hmm. and uh, she's working up north right now, but and, uh, yeah. So you're so what has been some of the biggest highlights today? I would probably say one of the biggest highlights is moving into our own factory. Mm -hmm. that, that's a pretty big thing for us. When uh, we had our second move in, I think it was around 2011, I believe, mm -hmm. and we moved into, um, I think it was 6,000 square foot building at the time, and we instantly outgrew it uh, with our with our head rebuilding division. And, and uh, so I think it was around 20, I'm, I'm gonna guess at 
it was around 2016, 2017, we started planning for a new factory. Okay. And uh, it, it took it took a long time to, to get that moving. Um, but we eventually did, and we moved in uh, October of 2019. Uh-huh. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, that was really exciting. How big is this one? Uh, this this building it's a sixteen thousand square foot uh, plant. It um, it's uh, the, the the key thing that uh, it did when we designed it is that we designed it to add on. So okay. um, at the time uh, the cost of of uh, building buildings was was going up quite a bit. So when the the original um, proposal was for around uh, thirty thousand square foot, but when the when the budget came in for it, it was like, ah, oh, <laughs> we yeah. better scale this back here. <laughs> Let's just get a little realistic. So, um, yeah, everything kind of, the cost of materials oh, just yeah. doubled on us. So we just half the building and then we're going to start expanding pretty soon, but just. But you've got the space there. So when you're ready to do it, then. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, that's great. So, um, so when you're doing the the sort of computer side of it, that's done someplace else. Is that it, or um... no? It's here at the at the at our own factory here. Okay, it's all done there at the same place then. Yeah, they've got uh they've got an upstairs floor. Okay. Quite a large area, and and they do all of the the prototyping, testing, development, uh, software, hardware. It's all done. It's all done here in house. Oh, okay, neat. So I'm thinking it must be a little challenging if you've got a, if you're trying to, you know, I guess sell to a harvester or logger or whatever. Um, they want something they've always seen before, but something different at the same time. Seems like marketing would be a little challenging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, you can only change a, a forestry head so much. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, it has to do the same thing as the other ones do. It has to grab a log and whip it through and cut it yep. accurately. So we've nailed that with our computer, and and we've got very good acceptance with our our Gen Five. People are ordering it every day. Wow, good! It's really exciting. Yeah. And uh, everybody's getting you know ninety eight to one hundred percent measuring accuracies, and it's, oh, it's very exciting. Yeah, so, yeah. We've got that uptake and and acceptance now, uh-huh. which is which is just thrilling because majority of the problems in in forestry heads are actually the computer. So, I can imagine that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's this big um, it's this big black magic for a lot of um, logging contractors. It's it's mysterious and and uh, you know it's just full of ones and zeros. And so by simplifying it, we we've actually had to add. A significant amount more technology into the system to make it more simple. Oh, I can see that. I absolutely can believe that. We've we've made a simple system that just runs every day. It cuts wood. It it measures accurately. It's reliable, stable. If there are issues, it tells you what those issues are. We can connect to your um, your um, uh, processor head from Camloops and. Uh-huh inspect it for you if something's wrong and just send you software we could do all those sort of things over the air um so we've really made this so that anybody can install it uh we ship we're shipping about one a day on average and the 
the logging contractor just installs it themselves or as mechanic or a dealer mechanic yeah, yeah. will install it. Hi, we're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress. The Pacific Logging Congress is going to hold its annual conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, November 6th through 9th. There will be great networking opportunities and dynamic speakers. To find out more or to register, visit www.pacificloggingcongress.org. Okay, let's talk to Wayne and find out more about what folks who want to get into the industry should do. Cool. So if, so if um, somebody who's considering the forest industry as a career um, and is wondering what kind of opportunities are out there, what would you tell them? Oh, yeah, go for it. I mean, there's, there's, there's several types of opportunities, but if we were to maybe talk specifically about yeah. logging contractors, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great time to get in because of, well, because some of the products that we offer, I suppose, is, is um, a great start because we're trying to, we're trying to make logging fun okay. and enjoyable. Um, so, so youth that gets into the business, they look at this system and it's, it's really enjoyable for me because when it comes to uh, if I do any type of training or if I'm on site, these guys are these guys are whipping around the computer untrained within you know minutes and they're, they, they have this full comfort level of what's going on it's really really rewarding to see that oh. just because of their i guess how used um to technology that are it's it's um it's very simple for them when they look at this format they go oh yeah this is how you do this and how you do that and they just they can touch, 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 adjust, and off they go. Nice. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think gone are the days, um, well, with our system, gone are the days where, you know, you need to have a, an operator with, you know, 35 years experience that understands the intricacies and, the, yeah. and all these nuances about getting wood through a machine. Um, I don't think that's really required anymore as valuable as they are yeah yeah um but what i'm more referencing is is that uh, a new person can jump into a machine and make it operate and go um obviously they would they don't have 35 years yeah, experience yeah but yeah you know like you, you, there's some things you just can't beat but 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 the fact is is that they can um they can jump in get going get working and not be fired at the end of the day. Nice. <laughs> um, if I'm looking at the forest industry, but I'm an engineer or I'm more into computers, um, based on your your um, company there, they shouldn't look at that as an obstacle. That is. Oh yeah. There's Come room for it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're we're looking for team members all the time. Okay. Great. Yeah, absolutely. We take on engineers. Um, very, very happy to actually. It's a, it's a great place um, for engineers to work. Uh, yeah, we, we don't um, we don't get into the micromanagement kind of a thing, and you know, I'm more of um, I'm more of the old soldier type. I uh, I just have expectations. If I'm hiring you, you're a I'm 
going to tell you what my end result is, okay. and I need you to get us there. Cool. So however you decide to fill in that gap, you know, work with your team. Okay. Fill in that gap, and let's get there. So did you guys have any challenges with just working as a team during COVID, or is that all? Yeah, there was some challenges. Absolutely. There was, um, you know, when that it first happened, nobody really knew anything, you know, yeah. how, how to react. There was very little messaging from our governments and, just, yeah. you know, how, do, how are we going to behave in this, in this new environment? So um, we had lost some people. They just, they got too scared and overwhelmed mm-hmm. um, of, you know, the potential COVID issue kind of yeah. invading and they just, uh, they just left. Uh, some of them um, work from home. Okay. And uh, yeah, some of us, surprisingly, we stayed quite healthy during that time. Um, like all of us. Yeah, and, uh, that's good here. Yeah, we, we just, we just implemented, you know, strict protocols and we had a, you know, each team member per day had a, had a job to do. They go around and wipe down all door handles and all that kind of stuff. And, okay. And uh, the next day it was somebody else's job, and yeah, we were very vigilant with our with our um, sanitization and whatnot. Okay. So it didn't, yeah, didn't yeah, it didn't sound like it slowed you guys up or anything. Uh, that didn't slow us up, but what what did slow us up was suddenly the remote work that was coming in from people who were working remotely. Mm-hmm. It did become challenging because we got so used to having this. Uh, you know, this tight knit family yeah. uh, working here and suddenly, you know, it's like, Hey, we let's, let's just go talk to so-and-so. Yeah. Well, they're not here. Oh man. Well, they really got to see this <laughs> and well, you can't. And so, <laughs> you know, that just presented some challenges yeah. for us. We, we have discovered that we are a very hands-on company. Okay. So. Well, that's kind of good to find out about yourselves though, through the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, it is. We did learn a lot about ourselves and what's what it kind of what it takes to to get to those results. And nice. Yeah. So, do you have any big goals for the future here? Or? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When- we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take over planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do. We're releasing um, our new uh, Rebel Heads products. Okay. And uh, we're unveiling that actually right now and so we're, we're very excited about that oh, nice. uh, customers can pre-order some right now it's a very minimal deposit it's a thousand bucks puts your name on it and we're, oh. we'll, uh, yep and yeah so get in queue we don't have huge huge uh, production delays okay. uh, like the others do because we are a domestic north american based manufacturer okay so we don't need to wait for something for example overseas or something stuck in on a boat. Yeah. So, so could someone just jump online and take a look at how it operates and that kind of thing? That. Yeah, we're producing more and more on time. Uh, yeah, we, we plan on actually um, putting some photos up onto our Facebook page of the of the T twenty two model being manufactured. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we're just in the middle of manufacturing uh, number one right now. And, and uh, the X twenty five, the larger head which is more of a, you know, your, your type of area, the the West coast type of head. We're just um, moving into testing that. 
So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, well. that'd be cool. Are you going to have it like at um, any of the conferences down here, like the Oregon Logging yep. Conference or anything to take a look at? Or? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, absolutely. We had the X25 at the Oregon Conference in February 2022. Yeah. And we're going to do the same, probably bring on our T22 nice. as well. And we're going to launch uh, a very, very exciting um, uh, our Gen 6 uh, Cypress system okay. will be launched at that time as well. So that'll be our, our um, we're currently in Gen 5, so we're going to launch our Gen 6. And so we're pretty excited about that as well. Great. Well, I'm going to be down there, so I'll stop on by and say hi. So. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, we've got some pretty interesting game changers coming up in nice. our, in our uh, Gen 6. Nice. Uh, so, we are opening Idaho branch. Oh yeah, we're in we're in Idaho. Uh, we we just um, secured a, a facility at Post Falls. Cool. So, it, it just as sort of a sales place, or are you going to manufacture there, or just? Yeah, it's it's actually capable of manufacturing. It's it's got enough power there to do so, and okay. it's zoned for manufacturing, which is really really interesting to us. For now, we're just going to. Uh, crawl before we walk and yeah. walk before we run. So we're going to put in um, a parts depot, uh, Salesforce. Okay. And I'll be seeking a uh, a, uh, a mechanical team to to assist with the installs and, and whatnot nice. with the dealerships. But yeah, it'll be a place where we can store heads and nice. there'll be uh, a coffee pot on for loggers to come on <laughs> in and drink coffee, eat cookies and off they go. Oh, very cool. Do you have a, uh, do you have like a ribbon cutting date or is this? Yeah, I, well, actually, I don't have the date lined up just yet. Yeah. Um, that's going to be uh, Robin. Uh, she's going to be. Hello, that soon. Nice. Um, anything you want to say about your team? I know you said a number of positive things, but I, I assume, I mean, I get the impression that they're, you see these guys as a really strong professional force that you lean on pretty heavy. So, um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do lean on them actually. Yeah, they're uh, they're a great team. It's it's very comforting to know that I can leave, go to a logging contracting site, no matter where it is in North America, and the shop is going to run just perfectly. Cool. We want to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress, as well as Timberwest Magazine, for making this podcast possible. And we want to thank Wayne Cochran for taking time out to be part of Talking Timber. Until next time, take care.